Hello, and welcome to This is the Day Ministries podcast series. I'm your host, Dr. Courtney Alexander-Harris, and today's episode is entitled, Don't Fall for the Okie Doke. back you guys to another episode of this is the day ministries podcast series i am your host dr courtney alexander harris and i'm happy to be back again with episode 17 of don't fall for the okie doke what in the world is the okie doke you may be wondering uh it is not the cheese hot flavored popcorn that you may find at your local Speedway or 7-Eleven or Quickie Mart. No, it is actually um, a cultural thing, I believe. But I would love for someone to correct me if I'm wrong on this point. But um, in the black community, uh, this is where I heard it. And this is where I've only ever heard it. And that's not to say that it's not it doesn't exist in other cultures as well. But <laughs> anyhow, someone please let me know. Shoot me an email. Uh, and let me know if this is a saying that goes through your community as well or your culture. Um, the okie doke, okay, first of all, O-K-E-Y-D-O-K-E. That's the okie doke, okay? Just so we're clear. And the okie doke is basically slang, common terminology for being tricked into something else. Uh, tricked into doing something else, uh, tricked into giving up something when there may be a disadvantage. Um, but I found an awesome definition of it online. And it's uh, actually OKIE for this particular one, D-O-K-E. It's an, an, in, it's an intentionally misleading agreement or consolation communicated with the intent of lowering the guard of the subject and acting in opposition to said agreement or consolation. Consolation. So, in other words, it's like, hey, um, I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, be there for you for the rest of uh, the week. Uh, I'm gonna help you work out. I'm gonna help you clean. If you would just come over and um, help me pack up my stuff and move. Help me load up the truck or the, the moving van. I'll come to your place and help you clean up. You know, you've been wanting to do some spring cleaning. I got you. I'm going to clean out your garage and throw stuff away and recycle and all that kind of stuff. Well, here's the okie doke. The, the person says, okay, cool. I'll, I'll be there tonight to help you move. I'll be there today to help you move, whatever. The person comes, help you to move, and then you don't fulfill what you said you would do. It's, it's basically deception. It, 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 you're promised or offered something in return uh, that sounds great. It sounds like, man, this is, this is, this is going to work for me. This is it. And then after you fall into it, you agree to it, you accept the terms, uh, you, you take the word of someone, then it's like, whoop, when it's time to, to receive what you agreed it for, it's, it's nowhere to be found. <laughs> it's like, buying something and then going back to the store and the store is gone. It doesn't exist. That's what the okie doke is. It's like, um, 
in terms of fighting, I mean, I've seen this in the term in terms of fighting. Um, some someone would walk up to someone and say, "Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Hey, what's up, man? You cool? You cool?" And then just sucker punch him. It was, it's it's just like out of the blue, and it's like, really, what just happened here? But that is um, what the enemy. Let's get let's get to what we are in what we are here for, and that's for me to encourage you with this: that that is the enemy's job. The enemy wants to present you with something that seems like, yes, this is this 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 seems great. Why why wouldn't I pursue this? Why wouldn't I engage in this? Well, you know, we have examples of that in the scripture. This is what the enemy did in Genesis 3 1. He said, the word says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Uh, right before that, uh, we see in chapter one and two that uh, chapter two ends with, and they were both naked. The man and his wife were not ashamed. They were good to go. Then here comes the serpent. And the key word here is subtle. Subtle is shrewd, crafty, or sly. That tells you that he's a deceiver right there. But he presented a, a case that seemed very reasonable. And that's what the enemy does. He'll do this in your life today, whether it's work, school, it, it's it's a professional environment, it's a, it's a social environment, it doesn't matter. The enemy's job is to present you with something that you think is okay and, hey, this is not bad or, you know, it, it'll be okay. And then after you partake, participate, agree, what have you, then here comes all of the trouble. Here comes the, the true, the true devastation of what really was offered to you, but it was packaged so nice you couldn't see it. And that's what the enemy does. And the purpose of the enemy doing that is to get you off track, is to get you off course, is to get you like Adam and Eve separated from the presence of God. Separated. See, it, 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 it. When, when we are in, in right standing and communing with God, then we, we are in a place where it's almost like we're untouchable because we're, we're being obedient. We understand what God is requiring of us. We understand how we should be responding in this world. But as soon as you take your eyes off of God, you stop looking to the hills from which cometh your help. You, you start looking at things in the natural, the shiny things then the opportunity for you to fail increases because you're not looking at your source. I like, um, I love James and I, I've, I've said this over and over again. I, I don't know how many times I'm going to reference James, but James 1, 2, and 3 says, my brother, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations. Divers is, is poikilos and it's of various colors, variegated, of various sorts. My brother, count it all joy when you fall into various sorts of temptations. Now, temptations is per pyrosmos, and it's an experiment, it's an attempt, it's a trial, it's proving. So, again, my brother, count it all joy when you fall into various sorts of experience, experiments, that that where's the experiment? The, the 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 various experiments, the temptations. What are what are those things in your life? Things that you know what? I'm not sure how this is going to work, but I'm just going to try it anyway. 
You're experimenting with your life. Why is it an experiment? Because of this reason. Did you vet it? Did you present this to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm, I'm looking at this, this job. I'm looking at this, this career. I'm looking at this school. I'm looking at this car. I'm looking at this house for my family. Lord, is, is this right for us? Is this something that I should be entertaining? Relationships uh, between male and female, because that is the correct relationships that we should be having. Uh, men, you're searching for a wife. Single men, you're searching for a wife. Is is she the one? Is she the wife that God would have for you? Or did you just run out there and just pick anything that felt that said hello to you? <laughs> right? See, a God is involved and he needs to be involved and you should allow him to be involved in every aspect of your life. And I say, you know what, Lord, I got this. Uh, I'll, I'll check with you, God, on the on the bigger things. But these things, you know, no, I'll, I'll handle these things. No, God is concerned again, again, who is God in our lives? He's the creator of us. Genesis tells us again, he created male and female before we were. He was. So it, it, it would behoove us to to check out every situation that we are involved in. And, and again, you can't think that there's anything too small for God to be concerned about as it relates to your life, because there isn't. God is concerned about you and your entirety, your the totality of totality of who you are. God is concerned with. Hallelujah. If he knows the scriptures say that he knows a very uh, 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 hairs on your head, then he's concerned about you. He's concerned about you. And that's a wonderful thing. Praise God. It's a wonderful thing that our creator, God, who created the heavens and the earth, who breathed life into dust and created man. He's concerned about us. That's a wonderful, beautiful, humbling thing. It's amazing. And because it's a fact, whether you accept that or not, that God is concerned about how you're going to run, how you're going to um, uh, function today. How are you going to respond to, to people in your life, in, in your, at your job, at school? How are you going to respond to your parents? How are you going to respond to your siblings? He, he's concerned about that. He wants you to respond in a way that's going to bring him glory. Amen. So don't fall for the okie doke. Don't, don't allow the enemy to tell you, you know what? Don't worry about, don't worry about the people that chose you. They don't care about you. So you get there and somebody say something to you off the wall and you just snap off on them. And then guess what? You get fired. You get rolled up. But you like, you'd be like, wait, they said something to me. That, that was the plan. The enemy told you, you know what? Don't let nobody talk to you like that. Don't let them get away with that. Who they think they are. Don't you, don't, don't they know who you are? No, that's that, that's that shiny package gift wrapping with the nice gold bow on it that, that the enemy presented to you. But it didn't show you inside was you getting written up on your job or you getting into some type of altercation. Because this, this time and age we're living in is wicked. People bust out and start fighting. People will kill you. I mean, if you watch the news enough, and, you know, I'm not, I don't always promote the news, but, I mean, just to see about these stories of things that happen on, on jobs, workplace violence, workplace violence is a real thing. I mean, look, road rage is a real thing, right? So imagine if people are acting like that on their jobs. I mean, and they they only see you for a few seconds. How how do you imagine that some people can respond to to in their head they've been disrespected when they what would they do 
if they're around you for eight hours, 10 hours a day, man, something in their brain is brewing and it's not going to be nice if they're, if they are wicked and not living for the Lord, the enemy is playing with their head all day long. So we, we need to be wise. Amen. We need to be, scripture says, wise as serpents, harmless as those. And we do. We need to understand how we have to respond in this world that we live in. We cannot get away from that. There is no way. There is no way around that. We have to understand how to respond in this world that we live in. Amen. So don't fall for the okie doke. Your okie doke may may look something uh, look look like something totally different, but let me tell you, the results are the same. The results will lead to destruction, chaos in your life, lack of peace, separation from God. That's what the enemy wants. He doesn't want you to be in right relationship with the Lord. And he will do anything, anything. He'll be as nice as he can. He'll, he'll, he'll put somebody in your path that seems so sweet and precious and have nothing but the best for you until you get yourself involved in that relationship. And then here comes the issues. Here comes the problems. Because you were only looking at, oh, they're so nice. Oh, my goodness. They're so giving. And then you got involved in what happened <laughs> that you fell for the okie doke because you didn't you didn't uh, uh, check with the Lord. Lord, do I need to be in this relationship? Um, Lord, give, allow me to discern what, what's going on. Give me wisdom of how to respond. Every aspect of your life the Lord is concerned about. Trust me. But don't trust me. Trust the word of the Lord because the word of the Lord is telling us how to respond. Amen. And and, and I believe that it, how the Lord is requiring us to respond tells us that he's concerned about how we live. Bless his name. Bless his name. This has been Dr. Courtney Adams and Harris with This Is The Day Ministries podcast series. We have a couple podcasts coming up. I'm super excited about those. I hope you will continue to stay tuned. Um, please shoot me an email. This is the day ministries, the number eight at gmail.com. If you have any questions or you need prayer or you just want to reach out and say hello, um, I would love to to um, to uh, respond to you and, and just engage and see how the Lord is moving in your life. Amen. Until next time. God bless. This is the day.